Hello, my fanist friends. Welcome to my podcast feed. Powered by ACAS Plus, here's a joke from my son. What did the bum say to the other bum? That's a bummer. You know, not for everyone. Uh, so, uh, look, thanks to everyone who's come to see the previews of Can I Have My Ball Back. It's been going really, really well, and uh, I'm really pleased with how the show's turning out. It's officially on tour now from Wednesday. I'll be at the Leicester Square Theatre. A couple of tickets left. Lots of press coming to that one. It'd be lovely to sell out, but there are a few other London gigs not selling as well. So if you're going to come to London... Maybe look up those other London gigs. And then this week I'll be in St Albans on Thursday, Gloucester on Friday, Chorley on Saturday, which is sold out. You can join the waiting list. And Glasgow on Sunday, two shows. I think the earlier show is sold out. Check with the venue, but the later show has some availability. Come along if you can. If you enjoy these podcasts and like them being free, then the great way to pay me back is to buy a ticket to a show or buy a download or a book from gofasterstripe.com. But you can just keep listening for free as well. That pays me back also. So, you know, no no pressure. But I'd love to see you there. If you just know me from the podcast and don't know me as a stand-up, I'm pretty good as a stand-up. It's a good show. I think you're going to enjoy it. It's only made about seven men faint so far. So, you know, are you brave enough to take the challenge? Let's sit back, relax and enjoy whichever podcast you're listening to now. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Leicester Square Theatre. Please welcome a man whose zombie dreams have come true. It's Richard Herring. Hello, London! Uh, oh, shit, I've just realised I've completely forgotten to do uh, any of the uh, rallest of my things. Uh, welcome <laughs> to Rich Herring's Leicester Square Theatre. Oh, no, it's right, it's OK. Forget it, I'm, just, I'm not on tour, it's all right. I was just so full of myself. Don't worry, I'm, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> Hello! Let, let's, we'll start again. Hello, Leicester Square Theatre. Welcome to uh, Rich Herring's Leicester Square Theatre podcast. Uh, I was talking to the Millennium Bug the other day. Remember him? <laughs> 23 years old he is now. Still going well. He calls it Rallastapa. So there you go. I had it. I had it. I had it all lined. I thought I had to come up with a Richard Herring's, you know, lolloping sausage tarantula thing. You know. I could just diss it. Pretty easy to do it, isn't it? Just don't have to do that anymore. Uh, yeah, look, I was uh, 
couple of weeks ago, I think it was, last week or the week before, I was talking about how I want to have zombie films and dinosaur films where they just get on and they're fine and everything's all right and they, <laughs> they just rebuild society. And then, as I was saying that, the episode three of The Last of Us was on. It was, exa- it was exactly... Have you seen it yet? With Ron Swanson in it? It's exactly that. Just There was a bit more bumming than I'd, than I'd been to... There was just a bit more... And I'd put quite a lot of bumming into the one that I want. But they thought, let's put a bit more bumming in. So I'm very, very pleased. Very pleased that that's, uh, that's happened. Uh, and uh, what's been going on? Uh, Brexit's been going well. Uh, that's uh, what I've noticed. Uh, and, you know, people still sticking up for it. A lot of the architects of Brexit still sticking up for it. And I think that all the main architects of Brexit, there should be a statue made of them uh, and put in Parliament Square, uh, which with a big sign saying, Brexit was our idea. So Farage, Johnson, Gove, Reese, Mogg, maybe lying down in the front. Um, <laughs> And then history will be the judge, won't it? History will be the judge of whether that's whether they're heroes or villains. Um, also in the news at time of recording, a man was convicted of treason for breaking into Buckingham Palace and trying to shoot the Queen with a crossbow uh, in 2021. What an idiot! She was about to die anyway. What a waste of a... <laughs> my advice to any murderers listening: just wait. People die in the end anyway, so. To... There's no need to go to prison, so please. Uh, I've, had, I've had a nice week. I was in. Uh, I went to uh, Wolverhampton uh, Literature Festival on Saturday, which is just uh, a load of men standing in a basement looking at a copy of Fiesta they found <laughs> in the shopping centre. Yeah, take that, Wolverhampton. Uh, it was no. It was nice. It was nice. It was in Wolverhampton, Wolverhampton Art Gallery. It's just, just a room in a cellar with some pictures torn out of fiestas. <laughs> uh, and I made the mistake of... Uh, I haven't toured for a while, and I thought I'll stop at a services halfway and have some lunch, you know, and it's be in the south of the country, so the services will be nice, right? That's the, we, you travel around, there'll be a Marks and Spencers or a pret a there. I made the mistake of stopping at Watford Gap service stations, which is like travelling back into the 1970s, and... Uh, it was so bad, I decided to have lunch in Wolverhampton. That is where... Just literally the only place there's just a trough there. <laughs> it was very nice. <laughs> I had a very nice time at the, the Wolverhampton Literature Festival. I don't know why I'm being so uh, rude about it. Um, good. Look, we'll crack straight on. I'm in a government. I've got a lot of energy today. That's good. That's good. My guest this week, uh, first time he's been on the podcast since October the 27th, 2014... Uh, you know, what's he been up to? Uh, he's probably best known for being the editorial assistant on the Door of the Explorer magazine. <laughs> That's why we're all here today. Will you please welcome Josh Whittacombe, ladies and gentlemen. It's Josh Whittacombe from the from Door of the Explorer. Come in. Hello. Hello, welcome. Welcome back. Oh, it's a pleasure to be back. Yeah. So it's yeah. amazing how time flies by, isn't it? It's incredible. Genuinely, thing. I thought I'd done it about five years ago. So, <laughs> Me no. too, but no, that's, this is the way it goes. Uh, tell us briefly, I know you have talked about the Dora the Explorer thing. It's all right, TV. yeah, I'm happy to, I'm happy yeah. to revisit. Yeah. Was, how did you get that job? Quite that's weird. The, that's the big, that's the big So one. it was when I moved to London. I was yeah. 22, and I moved to London. Um, I didn't know what to do, but I, um, 
I'd previously, I'd been in Manchester, I'd worked at Deansgate Waterstones, don't know if you know, oh, yeah, biggest bookshop outside of London. And <laughs> I got put in the children's section. That was my section for a year. As a punishment for something? <laughs> <laughs> just, a, just a height thing. And, <laughs> Oh, no, they put me... So on my floor was children's and yeah. sport yeah. and cooking. Do you have to have a special... Do they test... Do you have to pass some no, tests to go in the children's I think they just put you, because I don't know okay. why they would have put me in the children's section. I cleared all my checks and stuff. <laughs> yeah, but, like, um, but then the next... When I moved to London, yeah. I applied for this job as the editorial assistant on Dora the Explorer and Angelina Ballerina. Okay. She's been written out of history, yeah. cruelly. And... Um, and in the interview, I know, knew an incredible amount about children's literature for a 22-year-old boy. Yeah. And I don't know why I called myself a boy. That was a weird... <laughs> that kind of thing. I also went, I dressed in a school uniform as well. That was, that was a mistake. <laughs> Got the job, though. Wow. It was a great good. year of my life. Yeah. Um, and I did um, Angelina, Dora, and uh, a bit of Captain Scarlet. Oh, yeah, I used to love Captain's Club. Yeah, so uh, that was edited by... Do you remember the band Cud? No. All right. Well, that's not an anecdote, well, No, some other people might. <laughs> the bass player from Cud was edited the editor of Captain Captain's Scarlet magazine. Oh. Some fans in. I mean, Does it's... anyone remember Cud? Yeah. It's like a trampoline to success, isn't it? The... No, 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 no. Cud was... were before. Oh, were they before? Oh, it's like, right. it's like the opposite of a trampoline. It was like a soft landing. Yeah, like a big net. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that catches people. Oh, yeah, but it was a nice year. Nice year Good. of my life. Good. Well, thanks for coming back to tell us about that. That's all I wanted Talk. to know about. Um, uh, look, I'm, the very exciting news that's happened to you since we were last here yeah. is you've, you've been on a show that I'd love to be on, yep. which is Who Do You Think You Are? Yes. But you kind of aced... I mean, you, ate, you got the dream... I got the dream. The, the Danny Dyer dream. Yes. Of, of discovering so, that you are directly related to And the 15 to times great-grandson of Henry VIII. Uh, to right. A man who I think... <laughs> there's a lot of shit written about that guy. Yeah. <laughs> but it's time for a reappraisal. Um, so what happened is uh, he had an affair with... Oh, fuck, I can't remember her name. Uh, Mary Boleyn, Anne Boleyn's sister. Oh, that's right, yeah, Mary Boleyn, yeah. Yeah, Mary Boleyn. And um, it, uh, the child from that is my grandma times 14, wow. or grandfather times 14. Wow. That person's not that important. It's the ones above that matter. <laughs> yeah, so oh, that's that was cool. Pretty, did you have any... In, you knew there was no, some I had no people in I the... knew that... Um, the only thing I knew was that my on my dad's side... We were vague descendants of uh, the Bearings Bank. You know the Bearings yeah. Bank that went under in the 90s? Yes. So if about 50 people had died, I'd have got that money. Right. If, if it was still there. <laughs> <laughs> I, get, I guess the dream is you do go on, who do you think you are, and you get, find out you're related to the royal family, and they work out that actually you should be the next king. That is the dream, right? Yeah, that's, that's the real Like one. King Ralph. Yeah. I don't even remember <laughs> yeah. King Ralph. Actually, we've checked the charts and you are a higher yeah. priority. I think it'd be brilliant. a fucking nightmare. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, that's good, but I've got to do a podcast with Rob Beckett on Monday. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, Would you want to? Would you take over now? Yeah, come on. Would you? Yeah, it'd be great. you get all the castles. Yeah. You can have sex with, like, underage girls and stuff and get away with it for ages. (laughs) (laughs) 
then it turns a bit Possibly nasty. get away with it forever. Probably, yeah, probably some of them have. Uh, I think you might have given it away a bit <laughs> early, though. <laughs> I mean, his interview was bad, but this is worse. <laughs> I was in Pizza Express. Yeah, uh, of course. But with, with some young women. Um... Um, And you're also related to Lettuce Nollies. So Lettuce Nollies, uh, Knowles, I think it is. Lettuce Knowles was... um, So she was about ten above me. Right. And she had an affair with... um, She was... Oh, yeah, she was in the love triangle between Queen Elizabeth I and... Oh, some fucking... Toff. Yeah, there's a, there's a few. What was it? The Earl of something. It was the one that Elizabeth first liked. Do you know one of the problems with me doing Who Do You Think You Are? Yeah. Was they kept revealing things because I haven't got a knowledge of history. <laughs> I didn't know what it meant. <laughs> so there was a bit when one of my relatives, one of the first people they revealed was um, the uh, Henry, Hem, Henry of Holland, not Henry Holland, the fashion designer. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He basically owned Holland Park, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. And his job was the groom of the stool. Are you aware what the groom of the stool is? Um, It's to do with the the toilet, right? Yes. so... He wipes the king's ass. He wipes the king's ass. That's his job, right? It was to go into the room, into the toilet with the king and wipe his ass. But it was a really important job (laughs) because he's the only person ever left alone with the king. Because even when the king sleeps, there was people around. Yeah. So people would be paying him and stuff and he'd have to slip and, like, chat. While he was wiping the ass. Yeah. Um, why was I saying that? Because that was um, you. You're oh, no, related no, 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 to, you're related then, to so you were happy like, enough with that one. You're yeah, thinking, I was happy this like, is brilliant. I've, and I've, then, so they did that scene where they told me that. I was like, well, I get that. <laughs> and then they went, but then the Civil War came along. And I thought, I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> is that bad news or good news? <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't sound brilliant by your tone of voice, but <laughs> I'm not 100% sure where this leaves my arse-wiping relative. I would imagine when you get executed, you probably void your bowels quite badly, so that would yeah. be... He got be hung outside House of Parliament. Oh, did he get hung? Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Don't joke about it. Sorry. I'm sorry for bit, your loss. A bit soon for my taste. <laughs> sorry for your loss. Very sorry for your loss. Your edgy humour. <laughs> Um, the other thing I want, I, when I Googled you, oh, no. one of the things that comes up. <laughs> this is a bad start. No, one of the things that comes up is. I've, I've never quest- had an interview where the person says, hey, I've never had an interview where the person says, when I Googled you. <laughs> but you know, and some- B, never have they been able to <laughs> fail to get the question out. You know, like a list of questions come up when you, when you Google someone, then they'll. Yeah, we're going through the them now. Questions that people ask. I'm not what- disabled if that's the question. <laughs> no, it is. It says, it says, what is Josh Widdicombe's disability? Yeah, I knew it would be. And, <laughs> and it yeah. answers it. Does it? Yeah. What? Well, then, says, no, no, I've answered it myself. He, he was infected with Hanford and Mouth disease. <laughs> <laughs> on Google? So, when you Google it. can't be on Google. It is. That's the answer that comes up. What a fucking shrap. <laughs> That's what the pods at Silicon Valley have come up with. So, well, obviously, I'm not disabled, not that I've got an issue with it. Yeah. Um, But I'm on the last leg, so people presume I'm disabled. (laughs) (laughs) To be honest, 
it's a it's a good reflection of the fact I shouldn't have the job in the first <laughs> fucking place. Um, but Rosie Jones wasn't on TV at that point, so there I was. <laughs> so, um, I have had ham for a mouth. <laughs> you haven't had it. I have. Yeah, you have I had, have it, had yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. That's what. That's your disability it's, now. <laughs> it's not the same thing that all the cows had and were slaughtered for. Okay. No. Have you had it, hand for No, mouth? I know that kids. Is there something that kids get? Yeah, I got it off my daughter. Yeah. And you get spots around your mouth. Okay. And spots all over your hands. And that's a disability for someone on TV. So. Yeah. You know, now you can. When you go in, you go. I am allowed to be here because I yeah. once had spots around my mouth. I wasn't allowed to see the last leg. I had to do it on Zoom. Right. And they said, I can't... Well, they didn't say. I said to someone, what should I do? And they... Because obviously I can't go near anyone. And I've got... Like, I'm covered in spots, so I'm infectious. And they said, well, could you do it without makeup? I was like, this is not this week. No. <laughs> this will be the worst fucking week. So I had to do it on Zoom, which is quite nice, because 11pm you just log off and you're at home. Yeah. I think they should do everything on Zoom. I mean, they well, did. You're, you're, you're here. I know. I, regret, I, I resent having to come in all during, lo- <laughs> during lockdown. I could do these from home. It's the same thing. You, I couldn't do it without you. I mean, I did do it for a year without you. So I could definitely do it without you. Whether it would be good or not is another question. Right, Are you my, one of those people that needs an audience? Um, I did, no, I, I've, I've, again, in lockdown, I found out not. So I've, like, I've yeah. done, I do loads of things that are like... I, I think if you had an audience there... It would be worse <laughs> because you would know what you're doing wasn't funny. <laughs> so I, f- I find doing stuff without an audience is quite liberating because it means yeah. you can. I do a puppet show with ventriloquist yeah. dolls yeah. That, I t- that I improvise for an hour. Yeah. If there was an audience in that, I mean, I have done a couple with an audience and it's not enjoyable. <laughs> it's not enjoyable. <laughs> not enjoyable for me or them. But if I'm just sitting in my attic, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm clearing stones off a field. If there was an audience for that, that would be... Yeah. I do a lot of strange things. Um, do a lot of weird things. Um, my, like, I, was, I was listening to your uh, audiobook of uh, Parenting Hell with right. Rob Beckett. Which, out you. of your popular... Uh, did you talk. use your, one of your... I bet you've got loads of Audible vouchers, or did you...? I, I, I pay for my Audible. Uh, I pay for my I, Audible I as well. And, uh, yeah, we, I've uh, never caught up. I, use, I have to buy it, because I do a book club version of this as well, so I oh. interview someone about a book every week. So, so you're the buy, only person using their Audible vouchers? I, I've used them. I have to buy three extra every month. Fucking hell, yeah. Rich. I love Audible. Why not sponsor the... <laughs> why not sponsor my book club? Because I mention you. I mention them every week anyway, so they, they don't have to... They're not Ian Audible's no fool. Uh, my favourite thing in the book... I mean, it's a book about being a, p- a parent. I think it's a book for p- parents. I think it's fair to say it's people who've everyone. been parents. It's a book for everyone. Yeah, well, I think people who haven't had kids will find it boring. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know but, uh, what? You bang on. <laughs> and irritating. And they won't understand it. But anyone who has had kids, it's a very good... It's yeah. a very, very... It's a very enjoyable... It's not entirely true. You, you guys have got... A it's not entirely... Well, the, the second bit... No, the first For anyone who's had kids, bit. it's very good. Ah, that's you not guys, entirely true either. <laughs> My favourite bit was what you took to hospital when your first child was born. You took something with you. Do you remember what it was in the hope of... Uh, was it Great Expectations? It was the book of Great Expectations. <laughs> Yeah, I haven't got any further with it. <laughs> that you've never read before and you thought the time to get I into great expectations. I thought there'd be a lot of breastfeeding. <laughs> it wasn't and, even for the waiting. There might have been a bit of waiting around before the baby was born, but once the baby's born, you can't start reading a book. <laughs> <laughs> what else are you going to do? 
help with the go. Oh no, but the, I thought. I, no, I know oh, that no. now. <laughs> I know that now. But at the time, I thought that I thought the first five years would be a lot of kind of daytime TV and TV yeah. and tea and biscuits and stuff. Time to catch up on time great to literature. catch up on great expectations. <laughs> Which I've read the first ten pages of. It's shit. <laughs> Do you like it? I studied for O level. What I'm going to uh, and yeah, proper O level. Yeah. Uh, and I did quite like it. And I'm going to recommend if you really want to have a go at it. Is there an abridged version? No. There's an Audible <laughs> audio oh, book. I love Audible. Read by Martin Jarvis from Rings oh, on yeah. Their Fingers. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, apart from one of the Jewish characters, which is a bit questionable, he's very, he's extremely good. <laughs> oh God. It's an extremely good uh, okay, reading good. of it. Okay. So give that a go with I'll one of your Audible credits. Currently, reading an Audible book that is 40... Well, not reading, listening to an Audible book that's 42 hours long. Oh, is it The History of the World? No, get this. Okay. Uh, there was Simon's... No, that's... So it's the opposite of The History of the World. Right. So that is something you'd allow 42 hours for. Yeah. It is a history of the United Kingdom from 1979 to 1982. <laughs> You love those Thatcher, the early Thatcher years. Want to catch up? Yeah, on. But she's. I mean, she's, she comes and goes. There's a lot of other stuff as well. Um, I'm currently six hours in. It is good. Oh, wow, okay. I listened to that. That's, that's a to- three a year. A book about three years. Seventy nine, eighty, eighty one, eighty two. Four years. Four years. Yeah. Um, it's. How can they make that forty hours? That's like you might as well, well just relive those four years. <laughs> I'm, I'm still twenty five hours off the Falklands War. Because um, I, I listened to that history podcast, the rest is history. Yeah. And one of them wrote it, and I thought, oh, that sounds interesting. I downloaded it without looking at the running time. <laughs> it's 900 pages in real life. Yeah. Yeah, what? A... Anyway, I'm enjoying it. Yeah, good. I mean, that's why you can't use up your Audible credits. Yeah. <laughs> that's... No one get through that many. Um, what was I going to say? I tried oh. Spare on Audible. Did you listen to Spare? Uh, no. Have you, has listened. he not done I've your done... book club? I haven't. Uh, I, I thought I probably couldn't get Prince, Prince Harry after what I've said about his uncle. Um, <laughs> he doesn't like him. Uh, he does, does he not? Well, I don't know. Have you, have you listened to it? I gave up. Oh, really? Yeah, it's tough going. There's a bit where he sings your song that is flabbergasting. I've heard, I've heard that bit. Someone put that on Twitter. Yeah, I did hear yeah. that. I'm not on Twitter, so that was fresh. <laughs> yeah, but I gave up because there was four, five Five chapters in a row about learning to fly an Apache helicopter. Okay. Fuck off. <laughs> no one is here for that. It's like, turns into Bravo 2-0 and I was out. Right. Well, you know. He killed, he killed, uh, was 25, is it? How many, did he, what's, what was his count? 25, 25 Taliban. 25 Taliban. Fighters. Good, you know. Well. But as Marina Hyde wrote, but they still won. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I, li- I chose the book that I chose to... I thought I had an outside chance of getting on. Yeah. Was Matthew Perry's uh, autobiography. Oh, yeah, have you Which I think is similarly probably written by someone who isn't very self-aware. <laughs> I would, I would say... say. <laughs> I'd, I'd love to have a discussion with you about that when we're not being recorded and put online. Because I found his repetition that he was one of the funniest men in the world difficult to deal with. <laughs> Particularly considering how unfunny the fucking book was. 
Uh, but it's worth listening to again. I, I, you know, I mean, you don't know when you write your own books, you, you, you don't know how self-aware you are. You hope you're self-aware. But then you read some books and you get this person does not know how they come across from their own, their own book. Yeah, yeah. Have I mean, ever... I often write books that I'm trying to make myself look bad, so I think that's different than most, the way yeah. most people write them. Yeah. Most so you want, I don't know what to say here, because if I said, so you are quite self-aware, that would look awful. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's difficult, isn't it? And then you have to do the audio book, and that's very confronting, yeah. I think. And I've heard a couple of stories about people I won't name who had their books ghost-written. Yes. And then got into the audiobook, <laughs> reading and went, oh, God, this is shit. <laughs> One of the people who's very well-respected and another who's not. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but the one who's not's a lovely bloke. Yeah. Other who's well-respected isn't. <laughs> So there's something for everyone in those anecdotes, I tell you. I mean, it's, that's a funny scenario to sort of read your own autobiography... For the first time. Uh, for the first time. time, as you're doing the audio. <laughs> <laughs> I never fucking did that! <laughs> <laughs> you can't say anything. It is, that's a, I mean, I, I, it is an interesting thing about people who have become... Like, as successful as you are on TV, you're doing a lot of things, and this, you're, the, the, the book about the, with the, Rob is about how difficult it is to juggle mm. parenthood with with a job like yours yeah but there's people who do so much stuff and you kind of think how do they find the time i know it's it's difficult how do you find the time but yeah. um i don't know you just never stop and then burn out <laughs> <laughs> from my experience i think it's you know i think like in my third my 20s and 30s i would have been very much like you know, whatever comes in, I'm going to take. Now I'm in yeah. my 50s. I'm kind of... And that post-lockdown, I kind of think, I hope... This year, I kind of... I hope nothing <laughs> comes in. I hope no one... <laughs> I hope no one comes and says, can you write so, this thing? Or so can you, you get an email from your agent. Good news, nothing's come in. Thank <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. for that. Well, this keeps me t- ticking along. This is all fine. Yeah. This is going well. Takes up quite a lot of time. But I just thought, you know, I think lockdown... I mean, obviously, lockdown for you was... You, you know, you was all your works basically stopped, and this is why you started doing this yeah, podcast. Partly. Podcast, yeah. Uh, and I, for me, it just made me think. I'd really love being at home with my family. Oh, that's at the exactly how I felt. Yeah. Um, despite the content of the podcast, <laughs> um, I felt exactly like I hadn't had evenings off in a decade, and suddenly you're like, "This is fucking brilliant." Yeah. Like, I'm watching the Champions League. <laughs> oh, I'm watching. I don't know. Like, even just. I'm watching all those things you watch during lockdown or Gardner's World. And you're like, this is brilliant. I love it. And then the world opens up and you're like, oh, fuck. (laughs) Back back to, you know. But, you know, it's hard to turn things down, right? And I understand. Mm, And as a comedian, I understand that. That's the freelance um, fear, right? Yeah. But equally, when you've got to, you know, I'm not... It's you a little bit because you do a lot of things. But there's people, I think, who've been on TV... For 20 or 30 years, pretty much all the time, yeah. they must have made a huge amount of money. Yeah. And you kind of think, when do they ever sit down and spend any of that money or just yeah. have a day off and do something with it? Yeah, well, I think um, in five years, I'm going to stop and spend the money. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's a weird thing to say in an interview. No, I, I, I don't want to work really hard for the rest of my life. Yeah. So I'm kind of... I've started easing off. Yeah. I haven't really done much that isn't my own stuff. This is the first thing I've done that isn't my own stuff in uh, 
months and months and months. Sure. So, why am I here? <laughs> I forced you to come in. No, um, I, I, I've wanted to do this yeah. for nine years. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, uh, I think you've to- I think there's a period when you go, I've got to take everything, got to take everything, got to do everything, got to do everything. And then it takes a long time. Uh, you know when you start comedy, you think, well, they must feel safe. Yeah. No one ever feels safe. No. I know. It's, you know, it's, 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 it's really, because there is, you know, there's a group of, of comedians who are sort of interchangeably on everything. Yeah. Which you probably are a, a member. Happily signed up you, member, mate. And you, you seem to like, every now and again, to give longevity, you'll change, change the person you're working with. So yep. to fool people into thinking you're a different act. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> But Switch you... A cast to finish, no one notices. <laughs> and it's good. Too it's... bloody right. The problem is, I like it all. Yeah. That's the problem, is that when you want to do... that, that Do you want to do this? What? Fuck around with my mate for <laughs> six weeks. Yeah, of course I do. So, yeah. like, some point they'll go, we've got to stop paying this guy to <laughs> piss around. But while it's going on, I'll do it. Yeah. And that's, you know, and it is... You are sort of always aware... One is always aware that you know the next thing could be the last, the last thing. Oh, so, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, totally. Of course. So, but then doing so, doing the podcast it was it came out of not really having much else to do. But then that's yeah, become like it, a pretty huge. That's deal. become my. Th- I think that's become the thing that most people s- would speak to me about. Right. Um, which is odd because obviously a lot of people don't know exists. So we did a. <laughs> We did a warm-up show, because we're doing this tour. We did a warm-up show in Barnard Castle. Nice. First people not to mention him on stage. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but we... Um, so it's like a small venue in Barnard Castle, which is very far up north. As We're, we're all aware where Barnard Castle yep. is now. <laughs> um, and um, we turned up, and they'd sold the tickets to the... There was 250 seats. They'd sold them on the theatre mailing list. And all the people in Barnard Castle just go out to the thing that's on. Yeah. So we walked on stage and we're like, so this is a live show of the podcast. And they looked at us like, what? <laughs> and I'd say, of 250 people, 20 to 30 had heard of the podcast. Oh, <laughs> and so it's not that successful after all. <laughs> yeah, it was, it, that was a long night. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was an odd one, but yeah. Yeah. And so do you think... Um, I mean, you do, you do joke about this in the podcast and in the book, but, uh, or you discuss it. it. You know, it felt a bit like it was a, the doing a parenting podcast was a way of getting out of actually having to look after your, your, your kids. It's only an hour long. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. It, I... Next question. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is only an hour long. Uh, yeah, it yeah. was a bit. It was... Um, also, now everything is tax-deductible child-related, so that's, that is key. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that is good. Yeah. It's not true. <laughs> um, but before the... What are they called? HMRC, get on to me. Okay. We, well, we won't the put them on. We won't, we won't. We won't. There's no tax people in here, right? Is there any taxis in? Tax, no. That wasn't meant to be a problem. If anything, they might work in IT in the tax department. They can probably wipe out any record of you if you want, if, they, if you do well. So that would be fun. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Let's talk. Uh, today I was watching uh, Hold the Front Page. We're talking about Nish. So you, you, yep. this is a new Sky... Sky Max. Shirt, Sky Max. Sky Max. <laughs> Can you tell the difference? Uh, I, didn't, I did notice it had a different name. What, what does it replace Sky Max or is it, new, is it a new channel? Don't know. Okay, good. Well, you brought it up. <laughs> Has it replaced Sky One? Maybe. Maybe. Wow. Yeah. Maybe. What has happened to Sky? We can't... Sky Max, there must be something that isn't as good. Sky, not quite as good. There has Sky Min. Yeah. <laughs> Sky Average. Um, so this... It's a really... I saw the first two episodes of it. It's, it's a, a really fun good, idea. It's a really fun idea. So you and Nish are going to inter local newspapers trying yeah. to do the job and get your stories on the front yeah. page is the Yeah. Is so the we did idea. Blackpool. We did, we did the Scotsman during Edinburgh Festival. Do, that yeah, was yeah. stressful. Uh, we did... Um, well, Yorkshire Post... Um, farming life, Sussex, places like that. Yeah, yeah. It was good. It was really fun. It was like Nish was like, oh, it's good for, for me to do something where I'm not just being political. <laughs> and then the first week, we're in Blackpool and Boris Johnson turns up <laughs> to do a speech. And we're not allowed in, of course. Yeah. Because of Nish. <laughs> <laughs> and so we basically waited outside this sick form college. And he went past, and Nish shouted, just lost it, and shouted, you fucking cunt. <laughs> uh, he shouted, you party while people died. And I was thinking, I'm so glad we didn't get let into the pest conference. <laughs> that would have been... Like, Nish would have been killed. Yeah. You know, I mean, front, but we would have got the front page. He's literally just shouting in the street as well, hoping that like Bryce Johnson will go, no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Nish is still here and Boris Johnson isn't Prime Minister. Yeah, so that's true. Who won? <laughs> He'll be back and Nish will, and Boris Johnson will be as well. Uh, and you, you bump... Well, there's like, you're quite, you're quite a t- timid person compared to Nish. Nish seems I'm to embrace... Timid, yeah. You can't swim, right? 
I can't swim. How was that? How's that? How's that happened? Did the work of is Ralph... That, is that timid? It is, well... You're scared of jumping in the pool because you can't swim. I can't I swim. Yeah. <laughs> but why can't you swim? Because I was allergic to chlorine as a child. <laughs> that should have been your disability. That's what you can... <laughs> But not many people know this, but everyone all the way down since Henry VIII has been allergic to chlorine. <laughs> I, I was allergic to chlorine as a child. So, what was that? There's rivers you, just went, you can go you in the fucking river. You own a lake. I own a lake. You could go in the oh, lake. Oh, right, sorry. I was going to say you misjudged me here. Um, I could go in a lake. Yeah, swim in a lake. In the sea. Yeah, but the school lessons weren't in a fucking lake. <laughs> so we'd go... I could go into the sea. Yeah. But it's not the place to get the basics, right? <laughs> and I lived... I w- where I lived wasn't near the sea, so at best I could have a lesson every year <laughs> when we went on holiday to Pembrokeshire. Like, so there was no... How... I'm surprised. You're surprised? Well, was, you, know... You're, you sound disappointed. I am. And I'd say bordering on angry. <laughs> when I was a kid, Rolf Harris did a public information film... Warning children that they should learn how to swim. Yeah, I made the right decision. <laughs> yep, yeah, I should. Yeah. I'd love to learn to swim. Well, it is you, on my to-do you, list. Are you allergic to chlorine now? Because you. No, I'm all right now. You're all right now. So, yeah. from when when did you become unallergic to chlorine? At what point? Well, was it's that? difficult to tell yeah. because I didn't have that much contact with chlorine. Sounds to me like you were never allergic to chlorine. Was, uh, oh, I'm fine now. <laughs> How regularly, how regularly were you tested for your chlorine allergy? Oh, I was dunked weekly. <laughs> so what you they did, they, they put half out. of my body in chlorine and leave the other half out as a control test. <laughs> no, I didn't assume I was allergic to chlorine. <laughs> I didn't assume... even know it was a fucking concept until it happened. Like, I... What happened to when you were what, what happened to your body when you when you oh, first what, laugh when this. you first got, got really itchy thighs. <laughs> like incredibly itchy thighs. Like, do you remember on Shooting Stars when Vic Reeves did that yeah. thing? That, that was like me after I'd been in a swimming pool. Okay. Could you not have worn a wetsuit or something like that? And because then... the water still gets in. Could you have not worn a waterproof wetsuit? What, worn it kind of... <laughs> I... No, that no, wasn't... Okay. We, yeah. All right, I'm just trying to... So I just a... sit at the side and watch. Okay. Every week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is anyone else here? Anyone allergic to chlorine in the... I mean, this is a week, or an audience of weaklings. I don't think it's a reflection of the person. <laughs> I think if you're allergic to chlorine, it's a weakness. <laughs> <laughs> can no, anyone you know, else here not swim? Because everyone, everyone here is a grown-up and not five years old. So, yeah, of course they can swim. My, ne- my son can swim. He's five. He can swim really well. Oh, calm he's, down. He's Adrian Morehouse. <laughs> <laughs> Learn to swim. Like, Why don't you do a show where it's called Josh Widdicombe Learns to Swim as an Adult? Because it would be demeaning. It would be. There was a Channel 4 show where they learnt to swim and swum across the channel. Right. That seems over the top. 
Please just let him swim and swim a couple of lengths. That's all I'm asking. Well, uh, the channel would be, yeah, I, um, <laughs> um, the ch- yeah, I should learn to swim. My yeah, daughter, swim. my daughter, who's five, bought me swimming lessons for my birthday, Aww. which I found actually a bit patronising. <laughs> <laughs> Where did she get the money for? That must be quite a lot of money for a five-year-old uh, layout. Well, I'm working a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um. There were some guys in, I think, the first or second episode where, who did LARPing. Yeah, not my scene. Yeah. Your scene? No, but do you think... So LARP, you know what LARP is like live-action role-playing? So yeah. they run around in a forest. Kind of people that are allergic to chlorine. <laughs> they run around in a forest wearing chainmail and orc outfits and stuff and fight mm. each other. Do you think they just, when the cameras aren't there, they're just fucking the woods, though? <laughs> it seemed very much to me like, if you hadn't been there... <laughs> there was like a lot of men and a few quite buxom ladies. Yeah. And it felt to me like if the cameras aren't there, should we just forget about the LARPing and have a fun? <laughs> Do you think? Um, because that would have been that might have got the front page if you discovered that. What if I discovered two orcs <laughs> fucking in a woods? <laughs> Are you saying I missed the lead? <laughs> you might have missed. You might have missed the story. They were very yeah, nice. I, I think they probably... I think if you're doing live-action role-play and you don't bring it into the bedroom, it <laughs> would be an incredible kind of oversight. If that's what you're into when you're not having sex, yeah. surely that's what you're into when you're having sex, yeah. right? Yeah. Definitely, it's quite sexy. I mean, I might, I might go along and join in. Okay, I'll give you their address. Give me their address. It was all right. I enjoyed the, uh, the match report that you went to see that a football a match. Disaster. That was a so have you ever... No, you're, you're, if you do a football match report, yeah. the point is that you don't want anything to change near the end because you have to write it... Because you have to file it on full time. So you don't have... So you don't... You've written it yeah. and it can't change. And we watched a match that was 1-0 and then at the last minute there was an equaliser and then it went to penalties. And it ended 8-7 on penalties. <laughs> and I panicked and it all went wrong... And I submitted the match report, and then Nish read it, and I hadn't even included the final score. <laughs> so it was a bit of a disaster. But yeah, it was a, it was a lovely, fun time. Um, um, yeah, they probably do have sex. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Thinking about it, I think the footballers probably have sex after. after do you after a game like that, or it's so close? <laughs> There's so much tension. Not I think when it's just... an easy three 0 No, it's three 0 That's fine. But if it's so close, and it's, I think they all just probably console. Just one big. Yeah. Orgy. Yeah. Do you think they leave their kind of um, heart monitors on? (laughs) (laughs) To kind of add to the tracking stats. (laughs) I hope hope they do. Yeah. They do. Hey, look, the thing we should have been talking about from the beginning. uh, We are. The only two in the world. We're the only two, aren't we? We're the only two in the world. Yeah. Champion of champions. This is a meeting. This is the meeting in a wood, dressed as orcs. Yeah. And you're right, after the end of Taskmaster, they do. <laughs> um, yeah, the only two champions of champions yeah. in Taskmaster so far. How do you feel about it? I mean, you know, it's pretty... I'm also a champion champion of House of Games, which you aren't, so I am the... I'm the... No, you're I not. I feel that have I'm... You got, have, you, have you got 100% uh, record on Pointless? 
I have not got a 100% record on Different points. strokes for different folks, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> Um, I feel, you know, the champion of champions thing, I feel uh, I'd rather have done two episodes like you did. Uh, we only did ep- six in our series. Yeah. Because did did you... it was the first series. No one knew what, right. whether it was any good. Oh, you only did six. Yeah, you only did six yeah. in the series. But, like, it doesn't feel right to win just one episode and then be declared a champion. So I think, like, two you episodes. Won the, you, won the, you won the... I wouldn't do yourself down. Okay. Would you... I'm going to say this. I don't know if I'd do champion of champion of champions. Really? Yeah, I, I think there's a quit while you're ahead <laughs> feeling. Do you, do you have that feeling? I want to do it. I want to do it because I would love, you know, the great, I really enjoyed chat. I didn't, I, I enjoyed, uh, the, the series I found really stressful and I, and I didn't really relax. With yeah. Champion of Champions, I just thought, oh, everyone's so good. Just go out and enjoy I'm yourself. just going to really enjoy it. And yeah. I really did enjoy it and was much better as a result of that. So just the idea of being even able to go back for another day and just do those tasks. I would go every day and do those tasks if they would... Let me. I don't think they would. No. <laughs> They've got a lot on. Yeah. <laughs> would you? I'd really like to. I think maybe every day I'd get annoyed, they but I really do like would. a um, theme park. Like, yeah. um, Chris, have you been to the Crystal Maze theme park? No, thing? I've seen that, yeah. Yeah, it's good, that. So you can take part. Yeah, you definitely should do that. But you need yeah. Alex Horn there, and Alex would need to do run the theme park. No, but they do. don't have Richard O'Brien at the Crystal Maze. They have, <laughs> so they'd have a string of jobbing actors that yeah. look like Alex Horn, it's not pretending same. to be Alex Horn. Okay. It it's not work. the same, but also in the sense of going to the Crystal Maze thing, but you know what you're signing up for, yeah. right? Yeah. You're not thinking, well, I hope Alex Horn's there <laughs> to do these 3,000 people's tasks today. <laughs> I like the idea of wasting his time as, well, as much as my own, though. Yeah. That's what yeah. I quite enjoy about it. Yeah, um, I, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. It's an incredible experience. I'm yeah. sure everyone kind of says that. But, like, I I was gutted when it was over. And I... It was just a joy hanging out with Alex. and say, It's the same crew that still does it. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but we were the first series, so we didn't really know what was going on. No. It was just kind of fun in a way, because you thought, and the, no one might watch this. Yeah. I've still got that tattoo of Greg's name on my yeah. foot. She's odd now. <laughs> it's on your foot. It's on my foot, yeah. Yeah, yeah do you want it? See it? I don't know Not if really. you can be bothered. Why would I lie? <laughs> yeah, that was a weird decision. Yeah, it's a good decision. It's, you know, that's the kind of thing that... That's why you're a champion of champions. Yeah. I managed to become one without sullying my body in any way. <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, Oh, you've got to do the champion of champion of champions. Oh. If you don't do it, then I have to wait another f- five years to get another no, one. No, they in. just get. They, it'd be Rob Beckett. They put he, Rob Beckett in. Well, he's he he's not going to shame you. He's not going to go, oh, I'm going to take this sloppy seconds and pretend I was the champion of champions. The other day he told me that he has the highest average points <laughs> of anyone in Taskmaster. <laughs> and I thought, you fucking loser. <laughs> So in response, he would take it. <laughs> I heard him arguing that he won really because the one of the tasks was miss uh, that was something about edible, create something edible, and the uh, the two people who won, it wasn't edible. That's in your book, and that's in the audience. Yeah, he's not happy. No, he's not happy about it's hard that. To, he's quite happy generally. I mean, can you imagine any other thing that you and I would be champion of champions of the two and be the only ones in the world? It's the so two of weird us. because it's it's. Yeah, 
I mean, we're not the mightiest of men, is what I'm saying. What is this character assassination? <laughs> I miss me as well. I know, but you can throw yourself in once, once you're attacking me. But, <laughs> um, no, uh, yeah, it, it shows how un-alpha Taskmaster is, which I think is nice. I think that's true. Yeah. Like, <laughs> there's another world. I don't know who the most alpha person in my... Probably... Probably Tim... Key, which is a stunningly yeah. poor lineup. It is. <laughs> I would say Frank, but he's he had some years on him by then. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He's not going to physically no take over. No, you could take him down. Yeah, I, I, I could beat up a man yeah. in his sixties. Yeah. <laughs> would you consider rest- as long as it was on terra firma and not yeah. in a swimming pool? <laughs> That's true. If that's you get the champion of champions of champions and it's all in the swimming pool, you're going to be in. I'll know that you've had a word with Alex. <laughs> the old Avalon link has worked. <laughs> what would you have done if there'd been a swimming pool task? Would you have to go? Oh, sorry, I can't go in. I'm going to eat a biscuit like I did on this game with this. I'd have gone if you want to. You know, if you if you want to inform your insurance company, I'll get in now. <laughs> now, um, what would I have done if there was a swimming pool task? Yeah. I don't know. Dived in. Cause I, I, I mean, I got a man's name tattooed on my foot. Yeah. I'm needlessly competitive. That's true. That is true. Right, I'm going to ask you some emergency questions. Ooh. I, I asked some you... I'm stuck in there. I've, got, I've cut them out of the book because I've wanted to make it easier for myself. Uh, and I thought I'd have loads, but I didn't have any weight. I've only, that's quite a big book. Yeah, as yeah. Many as I thought. Small uh, type, though. Yeah. Last time I, you were on... I asked you if you'd rather date a man who has a six-foot-tall penis... Rather date a man who is a six-foot-tall penis or a man who, instead of having a penis, has a tiny man down there. You will remember... Uh, yeah. That, what did I go for? I think you went for the, the tiny man so that he could have a chat and stuff. Well, I'd stick with that. Yeah. Because... Are we revisiting? No, I was going to ask you a follow-on question, but we can revisit if you want to... Well, I just think... Day to day... Yeah. I think it'd be less... I mean, once the man's dressed, it doesn't matter. Yeah. But the moment you're walking around with a six-foot-tall penis next to you, <laughs> more questions are going to be asked than just a bloke. All right. But I think I might know your answer to this question, then. Would you rather date a woman who was a six-foot-tall vulva <laughs> or a woman who, instead of having genitalia, had another woman living in a burrow between her legs? <laughs> now, what I like about this... Is the use of the word burrow? <laughs> well, the woman isn't... The woman the, in the penis, the man is connected like a penis. Yeah. The extra man is connected. But in this, it's just a tiny woman who can choose so, to live so in she, the vagina. She lives, in the, she lives in the burrow. <laughs> yeah. well, she can I just say, out. of all 39 years of my life, that's the worst use of the word burrow I've ever heard. <laughs> it's probably the first outside of children's literature. <laughs> Um, so, so it's a woman. does she go out? Yeah, she can come out and she can. She's free. So has she got a day-to-day life? <laughs> she can do. She's just very tiny, and she's well, not do... that much of an issue then, is it? <laughs> When's she in? <laughs> what hours is she keeping? I guess you'd have to discuss that with her. But she, she's has she got a job. She would live. <laughs> Well, there's a lot of cleaning to do in the in the borough. In the borough, <laughs> but keep say she clean. keeps office hours. Yeah. 
so she's only going to be in for four or five hours before she goes to sleep, and then you go to sleep. You just, yeah. it's just that's fine. It's just okay. like having a flatmate. <laughs> yeah, okay, fair enough. I'm kind of trying to picture with a with a six foot tall penis. It's yeah. kind of easy to see you what that see is. It. But with a six foot tall vulva, how much? What does that include? Is that how far <laughs> does that? Go back, you know, because like a Volvo well, I've, I've just got to say yeah. at this point, <laughs> you wrote the question. I think it's it might difficult include... to come to me for quibbles about the question. <laughs> I'm just interested because that'd be interesting to be like a, if the ovaries are still there, sort of floating behind. I don't know. I don't know how. What, like a kind of good angel and bad <laughs> angel. <laughs> it might be quite an interesting thing to. Yeah, but to, interesting or. It'd be interesting, but it would come to dominate your life. I think it would become the thing most people mentioned about you. <laughs> but also... Have you ever been in a situation where most... Like a double act where the other person is really... <laughs> causes a lot of controversy <laughs> next to you? Never have. Um, <laughs> also, you could get inside... with The, 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 pe- the six-foot-tall penis... You can't is, get inside. can't do anything with... The six-foot bulb you can the... get inside. I used, when I was a kid, I used to, there used to be a Z-bed in my... What's a Z-bed? Z-bed's like a fold-up bed, so it would fold up into a Z-shape, and you, right. could, you could crawl inside and yeah, I'd hide cozy. in there. It was lovely. Yeah. Imagine that. You could, as a, an adult, you could cl- cl- yeah. climb into this right. six-foot tall... Buy a sleeping bag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could. I yeah. think, but I don't think the advantages are as big as you think. <laughs> With the be... penis, is it six-foot erect or yeah. flaccid? I mean, it would be erect constantly. It would be constantly erect. I think so, because otherwise it would just be flailing around on the floor, (laughs) which would be humiliating for... But it would be interesting if it was reacting to stimulus. (laughs) (laughs) If it was kind of crawling along the... Anyway. (laughs) Um, uh, Have you had anything named after you, Josh Widdicombe? Um... Not to my knowledge, no. no. Would you, is there anything you would like, do you think deserves to be named after you? I don't think anything deserves to be named after <laughs> Well, like a bench. Yeah. Or, oh, um, is there anything you would like to have named after you? Um, no, I don't think so. I find that awkward. Um, I, uh, something like... So there's, there's Widdicombe is a thing. Yeah. It's a place. Okay. Widdicombe in the Moor, which is near where I grew up. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of named after me. Yeah. And it's slightly annoying because people... And there's Widdicombe's Cornish honey, which my uncle makes. It's w- Widdicombe what? Widdicombe's Cornish honey. Cornish honey? Yeah. It, does your uncle actually make it? it was, no, well, the bee... <laughs> Very salty white honey. There's a reason they went with the other side of the family for who do you think you are. <laughs> Um, yeah, so there's that. Yeah. And it, it doesn't, doesn't help you having things named after you. Would you want something named after you? Well, I think this question came out of, uh, for previous week's show where um, they're trying to rename a bridge in Great Yarmouth and they've given the public a choice of some oh, names. Oh. But one of the names they chose was Herring Bridge. <gasps> but not after me, after oh, the right. fish. But I tried to... I've, I, tried, I think I've probably managed to swing the poll in Did the favour. Well, it's I like the, it's either over the quick. Yeah, it hasn't. The results haven't been announced yet. I don't think, but it, we're bound to win because, like, people were. There was no. You could vote as many what times as you options? wanted, and someone, someone just set up a thing to vote every two seconds from <laughs> the first of January oh, to the Oh, 30th. did someone do that, Richard? 
Someone spent their day doing that, did they? Such, such a pathetic victory. I might turn up and go, yeah, I, yeah it's named because we, we fish herring here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to You've great got to have your photo in front of it, I'm right? Going to, I'm like when, you know when you go to... A, there must be a Herring Street or something somewhere. You'd think so, wouldn't you? There's got to be, isn't there? Yeah, in the sea, probably. <laughs> Do you eat Herring? I've, I've, I've been known to, yeah. My and wife, how does that feel? It's all right, I don't mind it. Do you, how often do you comment on it? <laughs> I, I, like, I, if you were going for an important meeting... Yeah. ...and there was herring on the menu... <laughs> yeah. ...and... What this, meeting is this? This is a make-or-break... <laughs> this is a make-or-break meeting... Yeah. ...with, you know, Mr Big of yeah. Big Corp. Yeah. And they want to they do the new Richard Herring project. Yeah. And you sit down... And you want the herring. <laughs> but would you feel like it's a bit weird as a statement? I think it'd be weird to go to a meeting where the man the, uh, from Mr Big Corp had catered it with herring. <laughs> that would be a power move or something. I would well, think, no, he hasn't, no, I think, no, he hasn't catered it. It's in a restaurant. <laughs> OK. So herring's just on the menu. Yeah. I would ignore it and have something else. Because it's your name. Yeah. And also, it's not that nice. <laughs> We used, to, we used to eat kippers when I was a kid. So kippers are uh, herrings. They're horrible. You can still get them in, in the hotels sometimes. Yeah. Um, my wife bought some roll mop herring the other day, which are, they're quite nice. Yeah. I haven't eaten any of those. I was once at a supermarket and a man, an old man, started walking towards me with his hand out going, herring, 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 and then just reached behind me and picked some her- no. herring off. <laughs> That's fucking amazing. <laughs> it's so weird. Like, why would he be saying it out loud? <laughs> It was so, just like they just happened to be right but did there. you say to him, you're not going to fucking believe this? <laughs> you didn't mention it. Well, it was a bit scared of him. It was a w- bit of a weird yeah. man. Herring. Herring. <laughs> it was like he'd come from the future to warn me about something. This is you. Uh, you're nearly 40. Yeah, that, 40 in April. Yeah. Someone's been on my Wikipedia. Yeah, I have. Yeah. Uh, this was me. Yeah, you okay, yeah. When, uh, they're, when they're not setting up a v- thing that votes every two seconds. <laughs> um, what, uh, how are you feeling about the uh, turning 40? Because I, I remember it being a bit of a, a mind fuck for me, but maybe... Oh, fuck, I'm 40. I did, yeah. No, I'm all right with it, actually. Okay. I'm okay. Um, I don't feel too bad about it. Um, I, th- I think 60 is the one I'm worried about. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm a bit worried about that. Where are you, where are you 50... Two. Uh, um, 56 Four. this year. 56? Yeah, so 55. 60 will be fine. So it's pretty close. It's yeah. What's terrifying you'll is... Be, you'll be travelling free. <laughs> is it 60? 60, you get a free Oyster card. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I don't live in London, but I'll, I'll come in and travel around. It'll be fine. And, you know, it, what's terrifying is the 40 show feels pretty near to me. Yeah. Uh, the 50 show feels a bit closer. Uh, and I'm now nearer to 60 than I am to 50. Well, I, you know, the minute you're over 50, you're nearer to 60 than 50 because you can't go backwards in time. But yeah. even, but ma- even mathematically... Yeah, there's less closer. time till 60 yeah. than there was from yeah. 50. Um, yeah, it's weird. I don't... I haven't engaged with it, but I haven't... I don't feel too bad about it. I think 40's all right, isn't it? It is. I, yeah. wish, I, would, I wish I was 40. Do you? <laughs> yeah, really. Fucking if you do. could be any age now, yeah, which I would you be, choose? I'd be thirty-seven. Thirty-seven. Yeah, 
That was quick. What was yeah. happening at 37? <laughs> I was single. I didn't have kids. Uh, I just think it's, it was a good age to be. You know, I think like I worked most things out. I was quite. I was relatively fit. I kind of got a bit better style than I had in my twenties. Yeah. Uh, so I was a bit more confident about who I was. Um, so I think that's. I think it's a pretty good. Age. I, th- I think for, until you're forty-five, everything's okay. Then it sort of starts falling apart. Does it? Then bits drop off. What dropped off? <laughs> Finally, <laughs> is Joshua become disabled? We'll be able to answer yes. Hey, I'm now disabled. You know, I, I count as disabled. I've only got one testicle. One of my You've testicles. Only got one testicle. Off. I mean, it didn't is drop that, off. Can you exactly. park outside the supermarket with that? I, I think you should be able to. I'm gonna. I'll check. What have you done with it? Um, I, it's, it is still around somewhere, <laughs> but I didn't ask for it back. But I, I asked my oncologist eventually and said, "Is it possible to get it back?" Uh, and he said that it'll be unrecognisable as a testicle, but it'll be some, it'll be stored somewhere, so they have it in case. What will it be recognisable as? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to say it. He hasn't got it. <laughs> I've got bad news. It's recognisable as a mug. Here it is. I think they could hand you anything. I think you know, it was. It wasn't a testicle by the time it came out. Anyway. Wasn't it? Well, not really. It was all. It was all. It was bigger than a testicle, and it was made yeah. entirely out of cancerous cells. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Why did I follow that up? I don't know. <laughs> Do you I, can, I can swim, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, its whole point is swimmers. <laughs> it is. <laughs> that was the last time I swam when I was seaman. <laughs> <laughs> um. I don't know why I've lost the knack. (laughs) Do you miss it? No. How often do you think... Has this turned into that Louis Theroux one where he absolutely does you? Um, He did that to me as well. Did he? Yeah. Yeah. It's quite spooky, isn't it, when he It's weird when you suddenly get Theroux, doesn't it? Yeah, it it is. But you kind of love it. (laughs) It makes you feel good. It does. It's exciting. You're like, Um, stop, but I want more. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to go into a wood with him to do it in a wood. Um, I don't know. I'm, you know, I, I think like I, I, I don't, I didn't care. But once it was going off, I didn't care because I just wanted to. St- I realised I wanted to stay alive more than anything else. And yeah. so, like, to lose it was like, if that's fine. No, I wasn't saying would you keep it. Like... <laughs> but you're offered a prosthetic, which yeah. I've talked about a lot on this, which I didn't. I didn't want to have a false one put in. No, I wanted to be true to what I what I am. Yeah. So you know. I the prosthetic wouldn't help, though, would it? It's no. just purely cosmetic. It's, it's just to fool yourself, yeah. I think, because I don't think anyone else cares. No. <laughs> about, certainly when you're 55, no one's interested in your testicles anymore. <laughs> and I think even when you're 35, no one's really interested in your testicles. There was no. a, I, t- I talked about this the other day, but there's a theory that, uh, men's, te- that te- men's testicles, but testicles um, evolved the way they did as a sort of peacock's tail because they're so vulnerable that the more vulnerable they are, the more attractive that is Ooh. to women. Which, if you, I think if you talk to any woman, which n- most people in this room haven't... Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think... Lou, do the test, is the testicles what you're looking for in a man? Go, he's got a lovely pair of testicles on him. A little bit, a little bit. A little bit for Lou. <laughs> okay. Can I ask another question? About yeah, that, please is this, do. Is it now central, or is it remained? Yeah. 
Yeah, it shifts across. It, it shifts was, into the middle. For a little while, it was over on the left where it belonged, and then yeah. it sensed the bed was empty. <laughs> like new Scooted labour. Across, yeah. <laughs> Scooted to the centre. Uh, and yeah, it was because it was that that, uh, that was the only moment I thought, oh, I wish I'd had the prosthetic when when I first in the first week when I looked yourself in the mirror on one side I was a grown man on the other side I was like a child, and I thought about doing a musical act where I you know halfway. <laughs> <laughs> but have then you, it, then it all settled. It all settled. Have you ever? What's that guy that would go up to the mirror and do that? <laughs> yeah, Harry Worth. Harry Worth. Well, I could go have you ever done Harry Worth and felt testicles. like you've got two testicles? <laughs> I have not done that yet, no, but I will do it for you, Josh, and I'll send you the video tonight. <laughs> will, I, will I also have two penises? Is that what you really... Well, I suppose I can do it. Well, I, I'll have to hold my penis along the then. rim of the mirror. Yeah. Just rest it there, which sounds like a slightly dangerous thing to do. Yeah. So I'll have a perfectly symmetrical penis. Yeah. Do you want it uh, flaccid or erect? When I, I send you the this is the worst time, but genuinely, my glasses have steamed up. <laughs> and I think it'll just look like I've got one testicle still because the testicle's in the middle. So, well, oh yeah, I'll have you to... could pull that one up with fishing wire. <laughs> so you could go from one to two and make it move from one to two, <laughs> and then use this picture for. Just I'd film that up, and yeah. put it in an art installation and people would go. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm happy. I don't mind anyone. I'm going to have a look if they want to. I don't, can't even remember the last time I took in my testicles. <laughs> <laughs> Are they hanging out on a washing line? <laughs> <laughs> no, as in like... Had a look at them. Had a look. Yeah, well, do have a look. I mean, have a feel. Because you don't know what you got till it's gone. Exactly. Well, have a feel, because if, if there's anything wrong, you have to, kn- oh, you no, have to I, understand what's down there. Yeah. So keep on feeling them. And yeah. then if anything changes, go yeah. and see your GP, Josh. Okay, we will do. And she, you'll probably be okay. And it'll be annoying if you got testicular cancer, because I've already done a book about it, so you'd be, you can't come along and do a book about the no, testicular cancer. No, but that wouldn't be the reason I'd be annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> it would. The doctor, it's bad news. Richard Herring's covered this. <laughs> a lot of comic Please don't jealous. tell me I've got in the same place as Danny Baker because he's done a book as well. <laughs> oh, I was just going to ask you something and it's, it's slipped away. <sighs> he was good on this, Danny Baker. That's my yeah. favourite one. Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah oh, I know what I was going to ask you. Is there another series of Josh in the pipeline? No, there isn't. <laughs> <laughs> I like Josh, though. It was all right, wasn't it? Yeah, it was good. It's fine. It was good. I think it was good. For, I didn't enjoy acting at all. Oh, really? Hated it. Found it. It's making me nervous now <laughs> thinking about it. But um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. But um, it wasn't. We did three series night. though, right? Three, was it, was three it three your choice? Was it your choice or their choice to knock it on the head? <sighs> yeah, there. It was their. Yes, was their yeah, choice. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it was pretty mutual, that decision. <laughs> the old glasses are steaming again, I'll tell you that for free. No, that was, uh, that was kicked into the long grass. Aww. But there you go, these things happen. I used to watch every week. I used to, I used to like, oh, enjoy thank it. you. Enjoyed it. And it's no top coppers, but it's, you know, it's... With, was that the John Kearns yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I never saw that. Was that good? I haven't seen it. Oh. <laughs> I just asked... I, uh, that's fine. I was referencing that question when I asked you about Josh... Because it was about five years after it finished, and I asked him, is there another series of top coppers in the uh, Bible? 
He went, what? The 15 outfits for you? It would be weird if the BBC had gone, should we go back to Josh? <laughs> Five years on. <laughs> yeah. Like all now in your, you know, in your 40s, you could do it. As a... Yeah, Ellis is in his 40s. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's in his 40s. Yeah. I'm still just about in my 30s. Beatty's in her 30s. Yeah. Jack D's, Jack in, D's in his, his 70s. <laughs> That's pretty cool to work with Jack D, though. I love Jack D. Yeah. What a nice man. I've, he's so nice. Yeah. Like, he's not... Do you, I don't know whether you find this. Um, the comedians who are the grumpiest or the harshest on stage... Yeah. ...are often, uh, uh, like, Jack D, Joe Brand, Frankie Boyle's really nice. Like, they're always really nice off stage, I yes. think. Yeah, usually. <laughs> I, I, can think, I can think of one who isn't... <laughs> Do you know what? Yeah. It's a weird place for me to bring that up. <laughs> and as I was going through it, I caught your eye and I thought, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, there you go. Cool. No, it's all good. It's all good. You know when you met Bill Beaumont and uh, yeah. was that set up? Or 100% you... not. No. What? There's no way that you'd set up <laughs> meeting Bill Beaumont there from is. The Question of Sports. There's a lot of ways. I swear on my life. If it's Sky Max now, they're not going to sign off setting up a Bill Beaumont meetup. <laughs> um, I swear on my life. So when, you, when you're in Blackpool, you're just yeah, in, we're doing you're interviewing we're doing... Cy- trying to vox pop cyclists so, with a yeah, bad and idea. Nish and goes up to Bill Beaumont, then, who used to be the captain on Quest for Sport in the mid 90s. You ask them, your name? He goes, uh, Bill Smith and Bill Beaumont. You go, oh, fuck you up, Bill Beaumont. I was really excited because I fucking loved Quest. Yeah. So I'm swearing so much. Does it matter? Right, no, I'll good. be honest with you. You've discussed a six foot Volvo. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I was really excited because I loved Question of Sport as a kid. Yeah. I loved Beefy. I loved Ian Botham more than Bill Beaumont, but yeah. I've changed my view over time. <laughs> and do you know what? When I talk about Ian Botham, a lot of the image in my head now <laughs> takes me back to the questions we've had about your penis. Yes! <laughs> and that's the first thing I was thinking about. Yeah. With the Bill what Beaumont. an image. <laughs> it was just, it probably wasn't him. It wasn't him, he was hacked. He was hacked. Uh, super clump. Oh, fucking hell, you're going back. Yeah. But this must have been... I don't think I saw... Like, I, I, this was like 20... 2009. 2009. So I'd seen... I know exactly what, what you were doing that what year. What was I... Oh, was I you were doing Hitler moustache because um, that... When I did Hitler moustache... When I went to see Hitler moustache... Yeah. That, that year, year. That was the first time I got the symptoms of swine flu. <laughs> <laughs> You've had so many disabilities. I don't understand. I can't believe... I think you'd be an awful doctor. Because <laughs> every time someone got ill, you'd describe them as disabled. I'm just going with Google. That's all I'm doing if Google says it's a disability. It just is a, a very, I saw Nick Helm in, in a very early show because he did a show with Katie, my yeah. now wife, a couple of years before that, maybe the year before that. Uh, but this is a sketch show with you, James Acaster, and Nick Helm. No, 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 no. That's what... So that was a different show oh, I was did it? that year. So this okay. was a sketch show where Ellis was in it. Oh, okay. Wozniak. Oh, okay. Um, and people like that. Then this, Wikipedia is unbelievably. Yeah, but the incorrect. same year I did a show, a three hander with A Caster and Helm. Oh, okay. A Caster, Helm, and Whittacombe live at the Voodoo Bar that was a disaster. He <laughs> <laughs> got a one star review in three weeks that was described, and that was our only review. Oh. It said it was depressing. <laughs> and they were right. <laughs> it was in a free fringe pub, 25 minutes from the main festival. 
And I don't know whether it was a front for something. There was never a guest. No, I don't guest. Never a punter right. in the pub. And then we were in the downstairs of the pub. And it had um, smashed mirrors. It had but the balloons on the wall. You know when a balloon's been up for too long and it's like shrivelly? Yeah. And in the back of the room, there was a bowl of sick. What, the whole run? The whole run. <laughs> that someone had covered up with newspaper that was there the whole run. Wow. And it was... It was someone else that month, I'll tell you that for free. Wow, that was awful. Seen, there's so many things in the Edinburgh Fringe where it's that, you know, when years later you go, who would... Who went? Uh, the one I saw, actually did see was uh, Bill Bailey and Sean Locke doing a show called Rock, I think it was called, where yeah. they were they were. Oh yeah, yeah. And like nobody Wasn't went Sean to Sean Locke the roadie or something. Yeah, it was yeah. a roadie in it, and no, you know, you'd go and I think one time Dominic Ho- Dominic Holland, yeah, who's yeah. now the dad of Spider Man, yeah, of course, uh, was the only person in the audience. It was another comedian. They still did it anyway. And when I saw it, there might have been five people in the audience, and it was brilliant because it yeah, was those of two. Course. And you kind of think, you know, what if you could travel back in time and go and see that? I would definitely go and see the the Bowl of Six show. <laughs> it was so bad. It was so sad. And like we we quit three days. I got swine flu. <laughs> Acaster went off to do a Christian rock festival, <laughs> and so Helm just pulled the last three shows. Right. Yeah. Amazing, isn't it? And then within a you know within three or four years, you were all. On yeah, TV. it was, it was really, they were, you know, we were quite good. We were just in a bad room, I think. Like, I don't know. I th- we, when was it? 2009? That's what you said. Yeah, 2009. Yeah, I wasn't that good at that point, actually. Okay. So we weren't that good. <laughs> um, I remember a particular day when we had a bad one in front of Acaster's parents. That will live with me long in <laughs> when I close my eyes tonight. That's what I'll be thinking about. Wow. No, no, it won't be. It'll be your singular bollock. <laughs> <laughs> my bollock on a shelf somewhere. Yeah. Oh, well, you know, it's, it's gone, we've gone to a little sad place. No, no it's yeah. not a sad place. It just feels like everything. Look, it's all gone settled down. Everyone's... What was the worst Edinburgh like? Did you do any early ones where, or were you straight? Into, Straight um, in, Oxford, always amazing. Um, Cambridge Footlights. Yeah, but the review we were the, the but that was the second year I did the Fringe was with the Oxford Review, and it was like the worst. Oh, it review, was sorry. the worst uh, thing ever, really, because it, it was just at a point where um, alternative comedy had taken was in the ascendant. So what was that about? Nineteen ninety seven. Eighty seven. Or yeah, eighty seven. No, eighty eight was the actual review. Uh, and we just got bullied by all the proper comedians. So we oh, did Late and Live and got heckled by every comedian. Oh, my God. Keith, Keith Allen came to the first night of the Oxford Review and moved Crash he's, around. He's notoriously nice. <laughs> yeah, he is. That's what I thought. Uh, and, I went, and then I went on TV to try and defend it, and then they bullied me. And Ma- Malcolm Hardy and Keith Allen just bullied me again. Oh, my God. And so I had a really... Hor- that was horrible. And we, and we, you know... I was just thinking about the other day. I think the first performance of it maybe not the same or the first saturday where we'd actually sold out and it was something i think news review on before some node run that it was yeah, like yeah. two hours late and our pianist who was uh, ben pope who was his uh, phil pope's brother and all the guys from who dares wins had taken him out all day and got him rat assed and then he came and did the show just pissed and was playing and just like was playing oh. the piano and just like burning fuck <laughs> and getting on the head a couple of bits of the news going, ah, 
I mean, it was almost like you think this is brilliant conceptual art. They're, <laughs> they're pretending the pianist is really pissed. But it just, I just remember thinking, oh, and that whole year was terrible. Who was in your? Who was in that? It was Ben Moore. Yeah. Uh, Emma Kennedy. Uh, yeah. Catherine Hood, who went on to become a doctor and uh, specialised in venereal diseases, uh, and also acted in one of my plays. Uh, and that man, me, and think that was it. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So it was God. horrible. That was that was. That I wouldn't have gone on TV to defend myself with Keith Allen. No, that is, that is ballsy, right? Well, it was stupid. And I, but then, it, but I saw some pictures of it the other day, and I looked so. I looked like. I mean, we were children, really. It's like yeah, adults yeah. were bullying children for what they perceived as being, yeah. you know, the Oxford Review's privilege. But we actually all went to, we all went to comprehensives apart yeah. from Ben Pope, uh, and so it was like they were going, "You're all posh. You're all this." Keith Allen, who went to public school, as it turns out, uh, was having to go at me for that. And I, he said, and, and I said, you came, you came to our show and you were drunk and you might have been on drugs. And, and he was going, you punched our new manager. So just, I, knew, I could see, you could hear my oh, voice got cracking fuck, as I'm nearly I'm crying. Sorry. Oh. So I'm amazed. I go, but, you know, but then that's, I think I've got a lot to process for Edinburgh, really, which is part of the reason I'm not going back this year. Yeah. I find it, I found the kind of years of, you know, yeah. pressing down, the layers of Edinburgh pressing down on you. Just trying to get rid of that Keith Allen memory. Yeah. Have you read Lily Allen's book? Not yet, no. Is it good? Does he Sh- come out of it well? <laughs> <laughs> he comes out of it very badly. There was talk of having a one, someone uh, who worked with him said, can we uh, get Keith on? And I thought, oh, well, we'll yeah, we will. I'm really glad I didn't because I think it would make yeah. me cry again. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, he was really, he's just, I'm just, when I found out he went to public school, he didn't have a nice time, but when I found out he went to public school and was yeah. having a go at me for going to public school when I didn't go to public yeah. school, I was so fucking angry about that. When did just, you find out? Right, really recently, like, like about oh, four really? or five years ago. I just saw on his, on his Wikipedia page that he'd been to public school. Good that you're still on his Wikipedia page. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... Well, it's probably when I was, it's probably when I was thinking of having him... Having oh, him right, yeah, yeah. What does yeah. he do? Is he an actor? Yeah, he's a successful actor. Yeah. He's a... And was, he, was he a comic back in the day? I think, yeah, he was... In, he was, he, was he, he like was, a stand-up? I think he did stand-up and he was involved in all those, you know... His, uh, he did a thing where he... Like, he, wa- he wa- went backstage at a Max Bygrave show and then walked across the back of the stage naked once, so he was on these kind right. of situationless. He gets yeah. his cock out. That's yeah, why he likes, yeah, to, do gets, that, he likes he? to get his cock out. And I've seen, I once saw him uh, as I was driving around uh, Hammersmith Roundabout, standing outside a pub on his own about three o'clock in the morning, just looking absolutely pissed. And I kind of thought, uh, it's probably, probably the best revenge is a life well lived. <laughs> 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 so I probably won't have him on. But, you know, if you're listening, Keith, it's fucking It's cunt. a long shot, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if Keith Allen's listening to this, <laughs> wading through a discussion whether Josh is coming back. <laughs> They're going to mention me in a minute, surely. <laughs> Super clump, this is my end. Here we go. Right, this is the one. <laughs> anyway, look, everyone should... Uh, I didn't even talk about your other book, which I had to choose... Um. Had to choose which book I was going to listen to in the last two days. Don't worry, don't uh, worry. So you I didn't, didn't need listen to, listen to, to watching, either of them. Watch, I didn't listen to watching Neighbours twice there because it's about watching TV in the 1990s. So I assumed like 50% of it was probably about... You do get a mention. About, oh, do I? Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, but do buy... Well, if you're a fan of... If you've got kids and you're a fan of this rubbish podcast that Josh... And... <laughs> 
it's a very good podcast. Parenting Hell, the book is lots of fun. Uh, and uh, watch Hold the Front Page. And anything else coming up that's oh, going to be good? fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's any good? It's any good. No. <laughs> anything coming up that isn't very good? We've got, um, when does this go out? Uh, pretty soon, I don't in the next two or three weeks. We've got a really exciting guest I'm really excited about. Um, but I don't... Don't want, tell it, because yeah. it's going out live, I, actually. Well. I also don't think... Oh, is it going out yeah. live? Fuck! <laughs> Keith Allen's going to be waiting outside <laughs> for us. <laughs> if Keith Allen... I actually, I actually think Lily's very unfair on him. <laughs> <laughs> and he was... It was the school of hard knocks, and she <laughs> should have toughened up. <laughs> Well, look, it's I'd love come back in another nine years. I'll be back and we'll be discussing yeah. what my approaching 50 and your approaching 70 is like. And in nine years, in seven years, I think we'll meet up in Champion of Champion of Champions if you're deign to do it. I'm scared of you. You should be scared of me. I, you, I'll be like, I will be in my mid-60s. I know, but I only really beat Frank hurt. Skinner by one point and he was in his no, mid-60s. That's true, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. No. I don't know. I like, I, it's like they keep asking me to go back to do Pointless, and I don't want to ruin it. Yeah. I don't want to ruin it. I'd go back to House of Games because I was dog shit. <laughs> but you must have done Mastermind, right? I have. I think we might have talked about this last time. You won Mastermind, right? Yeah. I got way more points than you did, but I came second. All right, Rob Beckett. <laughs> it's the, for a long time I didn't win anything so winning the yeah. champion of champions have you got your trophy still your champion champions no trophy? because they gave me a full size gold Greg Davis yeah so of course I haven't fucking got I've it I've got in my it house. in my attic I've got one you've, in my attic you've got it in your attic yeah oh someone lives outside London don't they <laughs> you're not getting that in an attic in zone 2 I'll tell you that for free um, no I left it at my agent's yeah I said, do you want this? And they put it in the kitchen area of their okay. agency. And then they moved offices. And um, I think it was going to be... I said... I texted her Gamble and said, do you want to raffle this off for charity on your podcast or something? But I don't know whether they did it. Okay. I'd never chased it up. So maybe hopefully Ed Gamble's been, got it. Hopefully it's been destroyed and I've got the only one. Maybe. I didn't yeah. even get the head at the first series. Do you not? No, because the first series of Taskmaster, on the day of the final, they realised they just hadn't got a trophy. Right. So someone just went to, like, Timson's and bought a golf trophy. <laughs> so if you watch the first series of Taskmaster, I'm just given, like, the generic trophy from a window of a trophy shop. Wow. So everyone else has got the Greg head, but I haven't. Yeah, I've got that. Yeah, well, there we go. Maybe I'll get... What, what would Champion of Champions be? A model of... Because we've already got Greg's head and the rest of his body. His cock. I haven't got right. his cock yet. Yeah, so, I'll, ju so I'll just have the cock. <laughs> Golden cock. Well, look, it's lovely to have you here. Oh, Thanks so pleasure. much for coming up. Ladies come and gentlemen, Thank you. give a massive round of applause. The incredible Josh Whittaker! Thank you very much. Thank you. You have been listening to Rahula Stubber with me, Richard Herring, and my guest, Josh Widdicombe. Thank you to Scamp Regard for playing this music. I'm indebted to my producer, Ben Walker, who is not here yet. 
So I'm indebted to Jess Davies instead. Thank you to George, the incompetent sound man as well. He's doing a great job back there. Thank you also to Chris Evans, not that one, and all of his strange Welsh crew from Wales. And the, <laughs> what else have I got to say? Thank you to everyone at the Leicester Square Theatre. It's all been very good. This is a Sky Potato Fuzz and GoFuzzTheStripe.com production. Good day to you. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Thanks again for listening to the podcast, richardherring.com slash ballback slash tour or richardherring.com slash gigs for all of the information on the tour. GoFasterStripe.com for lots of downloads and books and lots of fun. Thanks for listening. Go and listen to another one. Tell your friends about the show. Tell your friends about the tour. I love you all. I'm out. <laughs>